Hey dudes, it's Jimmy. What's up, guys? It's Maddie. What's up? It's John. Hey dudes, it's Billy. And uh, it's been a while since we had a regular fucking episode. Sure has. Sure has. Been tit. Guess what we're gonna talk about? Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Are you surprised? Because I'm not. Specifically, how fucked up it is. The fact that the congressional hearing on UFOs says free to use, but they're going to make you pay for it. But we can't watch it. Yeah, I can't find a uh, an MP4 file for that for the life of me that is actually free. Um, can for sure find YouTube videos of it. But, uh, well, I don't know if we can use it, and I'm not going to fucking chance it. Right. So we'll just talk about it. Uh, well, well. I'll talk about it. Right. These, these guys will They'll give us the good points. Uh, the beefy parts. So, I don't even know where my notebook is, man. I took notes on this shit. Anyways. Slack a lacking. Yeah. I really should have my notebook. Maybe I'll go get that a little bit. What's up on that bag you told me not to bring down? You said you wouldn't. Yeah, need. that's the other notebook. There's a, that, the Bill's other, got other several notebooks. notebooks. Gotta have notebooks, man. Dude's like fucking Indiana Jones or, or, or the guy from Uncharted or some shit. He's no, he's just he's just making his horcruxes. Okay, just leave, leave the guy alone. <laughs> <laughs> I just take notes. <laughs> Sorry, you guys watch fucking TikToks and Facebook reels, and you forget about what you watch three uh, seconds later. Any of my TikToks, actually, I don't, I don't partake oh. in TikTok. But oh. any of oh. my uh, I, real actually, real scrolling is strictly research. Strictly research <laughs> my ass. I don't do much of it anymore, to be honest. Well, that's good. That's healthy. Um, well, all right. So, first and foremost, the way that uh, the way that Congress members were speaking to, uh, well, I'd, the commanders that were on. I don't even know what it's called, uh, but anyways. The way that the Congress people were speaking was that very clearly they knew that something uh, biological had existed, uh, so they asked questions very plainly. Uh, were there biological entities? Uh, where Were these from other planets? Um, or I believe they even said other dimensions at some point. Really? I believe. I could be wrong on that. I've been going through a lot of shit lately. <laughs> But uh, the way that the response was worded was that he couldn't talk about it. I believe it was Commander Graves. I believe it was Commander Graves. Yeah, I remember seeing yeah. parts where he was like, yeah, I, I can discuss these, but not, well, not in open Yeah, because he's, he's in uh, open lawsuits um, and court cases with the government um, about what's being said and uh you know other people that are involved what can cannot be said and he is uh he is like top level security clearance so uh when he says that he can't talk you know i think it's called a cat room or something like that but it's basically it's a completely soundproof room that he can't disclose information outside of that room because Legally, he, I mean, just, like, if there's no microphones here just having a conversation, 
our phones will pick up the information and it'll be stored on there. So all electronics have to be left outside of the soundproof room and like the only place they can discuss it. So he did say that fuck. I don't know if he did actually say it. I'm not I'm not gonna speak for him. Um we can look up snippets of it, can't we? That's can we yeah, can I we don't look know. up highlights? I'm not even no I'm not even fucking risking it, bro. <laughs> Sucks. Dude, the government and fucking aliens and, yeah. You fuckers who want to make money off this shit, you suck. Just letting y'all know. Well, if that doesn't tell you shit skewed one way. Eh, fuck it. Um, <laughs> let's, let's give it a couple more minutes and then I'll throw it in there and we'll see what happens. Because um, I do, I want to watch this clip right here. But it, it's basically Commander Graves talking about biological entities. Um and there there was at one point where they asked him if he had known anyone that had been harmed or killed uh, regarding any of this information. And very clearly he says, I cannot talk about that, but I have led people with that information to the right authorities. So he can't talk about it, but he led people with that information to the right authorities. Well, if no one had been killed... There's no information, right? No. Oh, shit. Right. So I, it's just like little things, the way that it was worded, and that's why I feel like you have to watch the whole hearing. You can't just watch little snippets of it, and like listening to us discuss it is one thing, but it, it's literally just us having a, a conversation about it. It's not the same as actually going and watching it yourself. So like You guys are hearing secondhand information from some stoner sitting in his fucking basement talking shit. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, go watch the two-hour fucking video. It's very interesting whether Strongly you want to believe it or not. Um, you know, it, it at least shows you how the government works and whether it be a false flag operation or whatnot at least look at it, at least see what's going on. Um, and, you know, I, I hear people, like like Joe Rogan says that he feels like it's a false flag, and I kind of did it first. It feels very staged, very played out. Right. But then you got to remember, like, this is a stage. They know they're on national television right now. They're not in a private room having a private, um, uh, private hearing. Like, the, they know they're on stage course it's going to be a little played out yeah they're they're gonna their questions are going to be written down beforehand i mean i would write questions down beforehand if i was going to be asking commander graves questions especially yeah. about such right. topics <laughs> so so i kind of like i started leaning more away from the false flag operation like maybe they are just maybe these congress people don't know what the fuck's going on so they're because from my understanding from what this hearing basically said to me was that the FBI is covering it all up. Congress doesn't really fucking know about it because the FBI is covering it up that deep. And the whole deep state really fucking exists. Like, really truly exists because Congress is basically saying that they don't have access to this information. Which should be public information. Yeah, no. But Congress I, I should at least have privy to it, you know. Yes, I believe Congress should have privy to it, but I, I don't necessarily believe that me and you should have if, like access to go look at these UFOs. Well, no, not okay. Yeah, maybe I went a little too far with that generalized statement, but yes, I mean like 
just the acknowledgement of in fact of like okay there are things that are here from other worlds or dimensions these are the worlds and dimensions they are from and this is the purpose they are here but yeah, that's but, all you really need to know for this time being but there a causes mass uproar what happens to religious people um and i mean i, I hate to that, say but, it but oh. deal with it are you going to work tomorrow if you find that out like if they come I out, I mean, I don't expect the world to come to a complete screeching halt. But it would. So you're saying <clears throat> if they tell us, hey, I don't know because if you look at it, sorry, man, I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to finish this thought real quick. Is they did this, and it was very. Everybody knows about it. Like I mean, I'm sure people have heard of the congressional hearing saying anything about UFOs and and this that and the other, but it's. Still, like, people don't, like, I see it all over. People like, oh, yeah, whatever. Is it is it helping me pay my bills? Is it, is it what's this? Like, they're still worried about their normal day-to-day lives. Well, because we're it's so, not affecting them. Yeah, so, we're yeah, so desensitized by shit now. I don't know if it's so much desensitized. I think it's more the fact that it's not right in front of our faces. I, I think that if a UFO came and landed in the middle of New York City and it was on every news channel. People would, would freak would, out. Yeah, it would garnish a little bit more than even this congressional hearing. I mean, in this congressional hearing really opened up a lot of people's minds. Congress is talking about UFOs. Like, and aliens. Like if I went to my grandparents and showed them this video and like, hey, this is Congress – my grandparents would probably start believing that there's UFOs out there. I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 a lot to take in. Um, and then then I know people like my mother have not even fucking heard about this. Sorry if you're listening, mom. But you should really kind of watch it. Yeah, I mean, it's this is like no bullshit, no conspiracy theory. This is a congressional hearing that happened. They're talking about UFOs. I think that we've talked long enough that I'm going to play this video. Um, John, do we have audio on your end? We should. Uh, all right, let me check that it's on my end. Because right now we do not. We had it a moment ago when we were listening to we did, uh, your favy. Ooh, we did. We listened to some T-Swift before we started up. Listen, dude, I'm a Swifty. I can't help it. I love that girl. So while we're waiting, though, Maddie, what was your point that you were going to say? So the only way I think the announcement of aliens would, like, impact me from wanting to, like, go to work or anything would be for them to, like, land... Somewhere close. And I don't mean like New York City. Like they'd have to land here in fucking Rochester. I mean, mm, I'm a chill home today. Yeah. You know, like I've always believed in aliens. There's no way in hell we are the smartest fucking life form in no. the galaxy. I feel like if we fucking <laughs> we have children who eat Tide Pods and snort condoms. We are not the fucking <laughs> We are not the supreme beings of the galaxy. I no. hate to say it, ain't gonna know. If you can't accept that, then woo, yeah, are we right. fucked? But are we the the supreme beings on this planet? I mean, mm. doing those things. I don't know. Who's to say we even know that? Dolphins, Bill? octopi. 
Octopi are very intelligent. Octopi are aliens anyways. Yeah, that's true. All right. We're <laughs> Cephalopods. Just that name sounds alien. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and good morning to our witnesses who are testifying today. I want to thank each of you for being here to discuss a topic of grave importance to our national security. Earlier this year, a Chinese spy balloon was shot down off the coast of my home state of South Carolina. Since the Roswell incident in 1947, many Americans have wondered about the dangers of unknown objects crisscrossing our skies. Whether these are UAPs or weather phenomena, advanced technology from American allied or enemy forces or something more out of this world. So my first question, I have several questions and I'll, I, if we can just be quick on these first two, I'm gonna ask each of you the same question um, and then I'll get to each of you individually. Uh, the first one, when you reported your experiences with a UAP, did any of you face any repercussions with your superiors, yes or no? No. No. I've actually never seen anything personally, believe it or not. So. All right. Um, and then do, do you believe there's an active disinformation campaign within our government to deny existence of UAPs, yes or no? I don't have an answer to that. As previ previously stated publicly, yes. I think previously with like Project Blue Book, yes, but currently I don't speak for the United States government. Okay, thank you. Um, I have a few questions for Mr. Graves. Um, what percentage of UAP sightings in your belief go unreported by our pilots? This is an approximation based off of my personal experience speaking with a number of pilots, but uh, I would estimate we're somewhere near 5% reporting perhaps. So like 95% basically don't report seeing UAPs. That's just my personal estimate. Um, in the incident off Virginia Beach, do you believe the Navy took the danger to your aircraft seriously after it was reported? Absolutely. Um, a few questions for Mr. Favor. As an expert naval aviator, have you ever seen an object that looked and moved like the Tic Tac UAP? No. Did the Tic Tac UAP move in such a way that defied the laws of physics? The way we understand them, yes. Many dismiss UAP reports as classified weapons testing by our own government, but in your experience as a pilot, does our government typically test advanced weapon systems right next to multi-million dollar jets without informing our pilots? No, we have test ranges for that. It took over 15 years for your encounter with the Tic Tac to be declassified. Do you feel there was a good reason to prevent lawmakers from having access to this footage? No, I just think it was ignored when it happened and it just sat somewhere in a file, never got reported. In a drawer, it happens a lot up here, <laughs> shocker. Um, Mr. Grash, Grash uh, a couple of questions for you too, sir, this morning. Um, what percentage of UAPs do you feel are adequately investigated by the US government of the 5% that are reported? <laughs> um, I can only speak for uh, my personal leadership over at NGA. I tried to look at every report that came through that I could mm -hmm. triage, so. Do you believe that officials at the highest levels of our national security apparatus have unlawfully withheld information from Congress and subverted uh, our oversight authority? There are certain elected leaders that had more information that I'm not sure what they've shared with certain gang of eight members or et cetera, but uh, certainly uh, I would not be surprised. Okay. You've stated that the government is in possession of potentially non-human spacecraft. Based on your experience and extensive conversations with experts, do you believe our government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials? Something I can't discuss in public setting. Um, 
okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. <laughs> um, if you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. And was this documentary evidence, this video, photos, eyewitness, like how would that be determined? The specific documentation I would have to talk to you in a skiff about. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay. Skiff. It wasn't a cat. Skiff. That's the room. That's that the soundproof room. Soundproof room, yeah. no electronics, no recording devices, nothing. Yeah. I'll look up the definition of the acronym. But so, and, and you may or may not be able to answer my last question, and maybe we get into a skiff at the next hearing that we have, but who in the government either, what agency, sub-agency, what contractors, who should be called into the next hearing about mm -hmm. UAPs, either in a public setting or even in a private setting? And, and you probably can't name names, but what agencies or organizations, contractors, et cetera, do we need to call in to get these questions answered, whether it's about funding, what programs are happening, and what's out there? I can give you a specific cooperative and hostile witness list of specific individuals uh, that were in those. And, and how soon can we get that list? Okay. So couple of things that I personally want to point out. Did you hear the ding towards yeah. the end? That's because her time is up. So they only have a, a five-minute span to, to talk. Hmm. Uh, and sometimes they can allow time from other people, and it's really weird. I don't like it. I don't think that's how hearings should be held. It's my own personal. No, opinion. all the questions should be asked. Yeah. Not, not, oh, whatever we have time for. No, this is something that's a severely grave importance yeah. to the entire fucking planet, not just U.S. national security. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so uh, I then pointed out um, skiff was the uh, the word. It wasn't cat, so skiff. Oh, I'm on YouTube, dummy. <laughs> oh, it just... Sensitive sense compartmented information facility. Yeah. That's what I say there was just actually a YouTube video explaining what it's like to work in a skiff. Oh, really? That's yeah. Gotta, that's got to be fucking nerve-wracking. Yeah, oh, for yeah. real. I mean, at the same time, though, they, they got to pick the right people for that kind of job. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but still, like... <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I know they make you fucking bend over and touch your ankles and <laughs> grab your ankles, you know. All right, so as far as the alien thing goes, um, if they didn't have biological entities, why would he have to go to a skiff to discuss it. Well, I mean, he said they were nine biological entities that they pulled. He was able to say that. He was able to say that. Okay, yeah, but but past that point. Um, or non-human biological entities. Right. I mean, it really is fucking wild when you think about it, dude. He, he just said that we pulled aliens out of... Spacecraft. Uh, yeah, 
out of non-human craft. They're not necessarily spacecraft. They never, they true. never really talk about so space. Is it just? They just. It's that they have the ability to also go to space because of how high they can go. So, if I, if I understand correctly, our radar basically goes to eighty thousand feet. Like that's the highest point our radar reaches, and that at the very top of 80,000 feet is where we start seeing these UFOs, at least encountering them on our radar because that's as high as it goes. Past 80,000 feet is considered space. We don't have any aircraft that can go that high. Well, I mean, we we do, but not like everyday fucking... Right. Not an airplane. Airplanes cannot go that high. Rockets. Rockets can, yeah, and I mean the fucking, the Red Bull guy who jumped off the fucking spaceship, that that oh. was like, let me actually. Yeah, he but. was at the very edge of space, pretty much. Oh, the halo jump. I think it's, what was it, Jeff Baumgartner or some something like that? Whoa, he went up to 128,000 feet. Felix Baumgartner. Whoa, I'm sorry, guys. I forgot to turn my air off. I'll be right back. Sounds like we're growing up to 128,000 feet. That's, uh... Holy fuck. 39 kilometers from a space capsule. Bro. How many miles up is considered space, though? Okay, so he wasn't really technically in space yet then. I don't know. But that's like, <laughs> fuck, it looks... Uh, Look up how high a halo jump is, because you're jumping from the halo point where it's like just before space. Uh, um. Okay, that threw me off. But, yeah, so basically... I mean, that's wild, 128,000 feet. Okay, I gotta watch it. Yeah. I'm balloons, man. Uh, that's what they used to get them up there was balloons? Yep. I didn't know that. What was it filled with? Probably helium or something. Hydrogen? Yeah. Or that. If you're scared, walk away. Cause there's a need to feel ashamed. Yeah, we all feel the same. The sun goes hard. I didn't even think about it. Um, <laughs> can't be using that music. Oh my god. Alright, <laughs> 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 no. Do it, pussy! Wow. Fuck your flat earth. Bitch. <laughs> wait, wait. 
Did you just say fuck my flat earth? Yeah. And don't give me that fisheye lens effect bullshit. Be- because that's definitely a fisheye lens because look at the warp on his fucking helmet and the spacecraft air balloon fucking holder thing. It's warped, bro. And that's definitely a green screen halo effect that I'm seeing on the outside of his head. Uh, and trust me, because I work with green screen every fucking week for you assholes, and I have to deal with that same effect. I'm sure some of our listeners have noticed it. So, continue on about Flat Earth. Don't forget NASA funded this. Did they really? I'm 90% sure. I will double check that. You better double check that. It's your strong bullshit talk right now, buddy. I know they were involved. Hold on, hold Imagine if his chute didn't open. Oh, yeah, dude. He would have been in like eight different states. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would have done nothing. It would have been fucking. I can't. Falling from high enough to be able to see half the earth. But you got to remember that falling from a helicopter and falling from that height, I don't think you reach a different maximum velocity at that point. No, there's a terminal velocity. That's what I meant, terminal velocity. And it's called terminal velocity because it's literally as fast as a particular, like the amount of mass you have will allow you to go. That's why, like, they say squirrels can actually survive, like, 10-story falls because their terminal velocity isn't enough to kill them. Yeah, technically, <laughs> squirrels could... They're squishy upon you impact. Could, you, could, you could chuck a squirrel Boink. out of a rocket. And he'd be all right. Okay, so he I was be wrong. be singed. <laughs> I was wrong, but it included members of the uh, the space agency's uh, veterans. So people who worked in NASA for a very, very long time and know how to do that kind of stuff. Steven Spielberg? <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. Out of all the weird shit you believe, Flat Earth has got to be like, I can't believe you don't believe in that one. That's the one to me. Why are aliens going to bother coming to visit a flat Earth? Why are all planets flat? No. Why not? No. Why? No. Why? Because they're not. Because you just see a little round dot in the sky? That literally spins. We can track the spinning and everything. Who can? NASA? Scientists, not just NASA. Scientists Galileo before planet, NASA was even a fucking thing, bro. Around the fucking planet <laughs> with telescopes all over the planet, not just NASA. NASA doesn't have that big of a fucking span. <laughs> fucking conspiracy. I'm a conspiracy theorist. They got enough money to have that much of a span. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't buy that. Nope. I mean, not unless they're working with the FBI and CIA all all hand in hand in hand. However, if we're just a simulation on a screen, technically, it's, like, it's a flat <laughs> Let me tell you a secret. Duh. Duh. <laughs> I don't know, man. And now we're going on conspiracy theories. I'm out of here. We're getting out of the flat earth. Uh, back to the real shit. Aliens. Yeah, Aliens. so. <laughs> That's so weird to fucking say. Back to the real shit. Aliens. It's not a fucking conspiracy theory. 
We're not nuts anymore. <laughs> I told you, fuckers. <laughs> I mean, I had to. <laughs> you're not wrong. Oh, that's great. <laughs> you're not. You're really not fucking wrong. That's wild. You know what's funny is a lot of people I've talked to about this shit is like, you know, I really, it's really possible. And now it's basically confirmed. It is confirmed. I mean, if you don't take that as confirmation, then you got. Stop drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want to know one of the wildest theories I've heard is. Um, Stay off the sauce. <laughs> They're going to eventually harvest the planet once we reach a critical population point. <laughs> God, I wish they would just do it already. <laughs> Bullshit. What are they going to use us for? Right. We're so inferior to them. And why, and why would they wait? You ever see, what was that movie, fucking Sky Blue or some shit? I forget no, the name. Skyline, I think you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Skyline. The one where the fucking aliens are invading, like, Los Angeles, and they fucking snatch people's brains out of their head. What would be the purpose? Batteries. I mean, not even batteries, but computational power. Actually, the human brain is quite capable of amazing things if we could harness it better technologically. I'm just saying. Just, just saying. Come on, Mr. Neuralink. You should be on board with that one. Stop drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> no, for real. If you could... Pl- Says the one making the Kool-Aid. Think, <laughs> think about... Dude, think about if you could troubleshoot the human mind to be at peak efficiency at all fucking time. Yeah, that's what Neuralink is for. So you don't have to put the effort in. You- no, Neuralink's just so you can plug your fucking brain into your computer and control it. Yeah, no. Yeah, but no. Yeah, no. But yeah, but no. <laughs> Okay, so with the amount of porn you watch, I'm, I'm talking about literally taking your brain out of your skull and using it as a fucking CPU. And that's a computational much processing it. unit. Well, why? For some whatever biological purpose that that particular species requires it for. When's the last? Oh, okay. How are you going to understand it? You're an Apple it? user. So have you you've built PCs back in the day though, right? Yeah. Okay. So imagine having a CPU that didn't burn out. For a hundred fucking years. Okay. Why not? That just... is extremely powerful, more powerful than anything we have on the market to the day today. No, not true. We have quantum computers. Then... Are they on the market? Can a common man have a quantum computer? If we can make You're a right. com- if we can make a quantum computer, then fucking space aliens and traveling what? to our world can make quantum computers. And quantum computers blow us out of the fucking water. Like the human brain is nothing compared to a as far computer. as we understand, and we still don't know jack shit about the brain. Bro, the brain is fucking. Uh, this is what it does. It has conversations about aliens I'm just, and quantum computers. That's your opinion. I'm just saying, a limitedly developed brain. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sust. Like, we don't know enough about the human brain to say it's not stronger than a quantum computer. We only I use, disagree. what, like 60% of our brain? I I mean, unless you're on DMT, you are not traveling to other dimensions. Quantum computers I think, travel to other dimensions. How about That's this point, Bill? Quantum computer. How about this point? It doesn't travel. A well, superior computer. A superior computer should always be able to think of and create inferior computers, and not vice versa. 
So therefore, the human brain is the superior computer. No. We've thought of the math for the quantum. We've built the quantum. Yeah, and give it another fucking 10, 15 years, and we'll build something better because, well, the, we've even... That, that just further proves his point. Exactly. <laughs> no, but I don't mean we. I mean, like, we using the quantum computer, which has already happened because China is now doing quantum computer in a vacuum instead of doing it from a hypercooled chamber, which totally saves on fucking cost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's wild. And then, and then you have right here in Rochester, we had fucking scientists at RIT turn light into a liquid. What? We have an actual photon drop, and I did not hear about this. Dude, it happened years ago. I just found out about it. What I, the? I don't know fuck? if it's a photon drop, but they they literally condense light into a liquid. Let me look. That's that literally drop. a photon drop. At the, <laughs> let me guess at the fucking laboratory for laser energetics. Dude, I am down for it to turn into PSO so, out here. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, it's already up on here because I've looked into it before. 2017. Holy fuck, that it was years ago. And this shit just did not get liquid light any attention. Uh, well, we're gonna listen to this article. It's gonna get some fucking attention now. New breakthrough allows scientists to create liquid light with these big think. Oh no, we're not. Psych. Your challenge, if you ah! choose to accept it, is this. Let's go. That's let's my go! challenge. Right. Accept that. Any <laughs> anyone who has taken any sort of physics knows that light can be traveled as photons or as particles as well as waves. It may be hard to imagine, but under certain conditions, light can uh, actually be turned into another form of superfluid. Why am I using my computer? <laughs> in a liquid form, instead of halting at an object and illuminating it, light flows around objects just like water. This state is sometimes called the fifth state of matter, or more formally, Bose-Einstein condensate. Uh, light as superfluids has many strange and useful properties, but for instance, it has no bends or waves and experiences no friction or viscosity. As a result, this breakthrough could revolutionize any technology based on the transfer of light or electricity and perhaps even launch the next generation of superconductors. Mm. Liquid light has been exceptionally rare up until now. It has only been seen under extreme conditions in sealed chambers set to temperatures a few degrees above absolute zero. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> so Daniel Sanvito of CNR nanotech was the lead researcher he said the extraordinary observation in our work is that we have demonstrated the superfluidity can also occur at room temperature under ambient conditions using light matter particles called polaritons god this sounds so made up what yeah to create a fiction frictionless flow of light scientists took two special mirrors that were ultra reflective in between they placed an extremely thin layer of organic molecules just at 130 nanometers thick holy shit 130 nanometers is incredibly small tiny um like like in a microscope even looks small we're, we're fucking with damn near atomic levels yeah, I mean, that's nanos. Um, okay, they shot this with a laser pulse uh, lasting 35 femtoseconds. I don't even know what that is. Femtoseconds. Well, equals a quadrillionth of a second. Uh, oh, a femtosecond equals a quadrillionth of a second. Holy shit. Uh, this process allowed them to create a hybrid of light and matter. Instead of photons, you get polaritons. Uh, Stephanie 
Kenya uh, Cohen was the top Canadian researcher on this project. I well, don't that's know why they just threw that in. Pretty fucking cool. Now, he said in this statement, under normal conditions of fluid ripples and whirls around anything that it interferes with its flow, in superfluid, this turbulence is suppressed around obstacles. What does that even mean? Causing the flow to continue on its way unaltered. So it doesn't slow down or Change redirect. It, it's a liquid that just penetrates, basically. No. It's a liquid that will literally... Bends Bill, around it. Bill. Yeah, water picture just, water coming down. And then just literally fucking going right around it and just not even losing speed, direction, anything. That's so wild. That's fucking nuts, dude. That's how that's how we're gonna make invisibility cloaks, bro. I guarantee you they already have reflective camouflage. Oh yeah. <coughs> There's probably something you in been- the works. <coughs> You guys haven't seen that? It's a liquid, solid, and a gas Bro. all at the same time. Bill's blowing our minds with all this shit tonight. Because I've went down this rabbit hole before. Uh, and there it is an adaptive camouflage for combat vehicles that reduces the thermal signature and makes them imperceptible uh, uh, hold on I gotta change this first to infrared yeah I gotta open it on here and skip to the good part oh yeah skip it most replayed Okay, here it is. Infrared cloaking technology was conceived to blend in with the temperature of a specific location or mimic the infrared signature of other objects, such as small vehicles or bigger objects such as tanks. Footage taken by the company in April of 2011 during the DSEI exhibition in London shows a Swedish CV-90 light tank making its way through a forest landscape and accompanied by another vehicle. The video is captured through a thermal camera lens that closely follows the tank. Suddenly, Adaptive's invisibility cloak gets into the action, and the whole vehicle disappears. Its infrared signature basically vanishes in a matter of seconds. Another scene shown during the exposition cuts to the combat vehicle using its advanced disguise capabilities. One screen displays how the operators change the temperature of specific display pixels in the vehicle to mimic a much smaller car and fool hostile IR sensors. What's more, we can also witness how the adaptive system can serve to identify and distinguish friendly targets from hostile ones. Also, individual display pixels can be turned on to make signals and letters to help identify a target. And as is shown in the footage, the CV-90 is moving across the landscape while one displays the text BAE Systems. BAE has explained that the high-tech camouflage system uses, quote, It's pretty cool, right? Eh. Yeah, it's just thermals. You can do that with a pane of glass. <laughs> I don't know about that, but a pane of glass is not going to throw off that much thermal. You know what's funny, Jimmy, is all those little hexagons are probably about a $3 million piece of pane of glass. 
No, there's probably circuitry and shit running to actually heat the glass to different temperatures to get the camouflage that they want. But yes, because yeah, that, that be glass assumption. is like it it stays the temperature and you can't see a temperature through it. Like so, literally, if they took a two inch wood frame built it around the tank and just slotted in glass, it'd be invisible to thermal too. Yeah, but you know how hot that glass would get with a tank running fucking four inches away from it. Advanced cooling systems. All right, well, go fucking set up an infrared thermal fucking glass tank, dude. What the fuck? Just Somebody already did. God, they just, do it better. They just did it no, expensive. I'm good. <laughs> and fancy. I got other shit to do. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, they do have, like, light reflective uh, materials. Like, I, I've seen... Like you can DIY your own. Yeah, you can you can make a riot shield that if you stand behind it, you look invisible. Yeah. It like, oh yeah. It the... like bends your light to the side. Yeah. And it, it it's a similar concept actually. It's turning light into you know a, a physical matter. It's just it's like a particular convex you put on it or something, right? Yeah, it's it's and a particular ref, convex re- reflect uh, reflective material that's like ribbed actually because yeah. it diffuses the light so extremely that yeah, mm. like bends it around you. It's actually a, a really cool thing. I I really thought about making one just to have it. You know, Harry Potter fanboy in me. Just just to pop out on Halloween, scare the shit out of somebody. Oh yeah, that would be fun. just like, dude, why'd you hit me? What the it's, fuck? <laughs> Have somebody walk into you? <laughs> that would be pretty cool. I wonder if it works in the dark. Probably not, right? I mean, there's less light. And Which, it might actually work better. I would think it would work worse. It might work better because it's murky or people can't tell fine details in the dark anyways. I don't know. I'd have to try that. I really don't know. Anyways... Uh, yeah. I was watching the Bob Lazar fucking Joe Rogan interview today. I haven't seen that one. Or what? Listen to that one. I've, I've, I know about Bob Lazar, but I don't know if I specifically listened to the Joe Rogan Bob Lazar one. So, all right. So, a lot of people say that Bob Lazar is a fraud and... That especially on the Joe Rogan episode because he kept getting a, a migraine, quote unquote. Uh, that you know it it kept him from answering questions, and his couple of dates got not really mixed up, but like just he wasn't on top of his game. Right. I I could see it. I could, but at the same time, I also just see a dude who. Got some information from the military. He was a generally smart civilian guy, uh, and they needed some outside help. And when they kind of fucked him over and fired him from his job, he was just kind of like, all right, well, well, here's my closest friends. Y'all want to see some alien shit? And he took him up on a mountain, got caught, and then decided to blow the whistle to save his own ass because he'd already been caught. That's what it sounds like to me. Like he. he so then just, it's legit. Yeah, I think so. I mean, and I mean, he definitely, definitely called some shit. Yeah, like he called one one five element one one five. Yeah, like he well, called it way back in the day. 
What he and then, says, though, is that they have the the government that the spaceships run on a stable version of one one five, which means that like um, an isotope of some sort. Yeah, basically. So different chemicals that when they're stable and unstable create different chemicals, uh, and it's all the same. It's all the same matter to begin with. When it's either stable or unstable, it creates different elements. results. Yeah. Uh, so basically, we as it's like dynamite and nitroglycerin. Have it's kind of the same thing, but one's a lot more stable than the other. Yeah, definitely <laughs> very similar idea. And um, okay, so I forget where I was going with that. Uh, oh, the civilian what we have found as one one five is unstable. It doesn't work the same way that stable one one five would work. Stable one one five is what allows us well, to. Well, the thing is, is when he first called one one five, it wasn't even on our periodic table of elements yet. No, not and at then all. we so happened to discover it like ten years later. Yeah, and uh, again, let alone stable or not, like we didn't right. even know the shit existed. Period. So. Apparently, stable 115 is what allows spaceships to have their anti-gravity fields. Hmm. So when you hear, I think it's Commander Fravor, talk about the uh, the square inside of a, a like a clear sphere, Bob Lazar says that more than likely it's a gravity field. Anti-gravitic field, which is the same thing that um, Stephen Greer's talked about. Maybe it was Greer. Maybe it was Commander. Stephen. Stephen. No, it's Doctor Stephen Greer. He's a doctor. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> and um, yeah, that guy's all over it. He's thoroughly convinced. As far as it's not aliens, it's more just us, like different companies that are you know doing black room projects kind of deal. Mm, where do they get the information? Right. Why is it not being sold right. to the government? And I don't that's why I I'm still on board with the yeah, there's no way they figure this out by themselves. Yeah, and, no and even if they do, why is it not being sold to the government? And if the government has it, why is it not in more use? I mean we would right. we would at this point it's been would have been around long enough that we would have been using it more thoroughly in in a day-to-day we, use at this point maybe not even in a day-to-day use but we would have hundreds and thousands of them because it'd be more commonplace go us <laughs> yeah go more less of the commonplace thing but more go us is in like even military if it's might still, motherfuckers <sighs> even if it's still like a big cover-up we would have hundreds and thousands of them because they work better otherwise why have them in the first place and they obviously work better because no one knows what the fuck they are and don't know how to they maneuver the way they do, so they're superior in at least maneuverability. So why wouldn't we have hundreds and thousands of them? Is that where all the trillions and trillions of tax dollars are going, Bill? No, it's going into fucking people's pockets, John. It's going into people's pockets. So how do they build these devices? By fucking taking Eltoids cans and fucking making army people weld them down. Okay. <laughs> You think they actually spend money on these projects? You think you think that one of those fucking Black Hawk helicopters actually cost as much as it does to fucking make? No. Especially in bulk. 
Like the money just goes into people's pockets, dude. We know that. And then the money goes out of people's pockets to do that research if they want. Now research I'll give you, but that just goes into other people's pockets. Who then turn around and lobby our politicians. <laughs> just so they can put more money in their pockets. And the cycle begins anew. But no, I mean it it's definitely it if it's not us and super deep black project but at this point they probably would have said so by now that's or what i'm at saying least not like, said if, hey it's unhuman biological things we've pulled out of this right test if, craft if this shit's <laughs> been going on for this fucking long i'm sure people would have found out by now that it's some sort of company or or because i mean earthly you gotta think, entity responsible so that's another thing too you got people think figured about out blackrock and vanguard why to take this long to, for aliens like you see our government, and we all know they got some cleanup teams, like, hands down. Like, oh, yeah. cover up, clean up, whatever. This never happened. Well, so these aliens are so fucking advanced. They probably have a button that just goes, boop, clean. <laughs> On some Fair. shit, you know what I'm saying? Fair. Yeah, well, I mean, we have that, too. It's called a nuclear bomb. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, that's why there's a lot of radiation involved with the aliens. All right. So the radiation is what attracts them, apparently. Not or that's that was the, the initial reasoning of their yeah. So back after uh, uh, what is it, Little Man and Big Boy, the two bombs that went off in uh, Japan. I forget the names of them. Anyways, after they went off, uh, that's when the aliens like. The spottings really spiked here in the U.S. So the thought is is that after the nuclear bombs went off, it attracted the aliens. But I don't think it's so much the nuclear activity because, well, it didn't happen in Japan. It happened here in the States. I think it was more the fact that we were able to have access, that like we had the power of all that nuclear weapons. That's what I think it was. I think... The aliens were here on our planet, knew what fucking happened, and said, oh, whoa, 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 let's call in some backup, because this is wild. They went from throwing poops and spirits, and now they're blowing shit up. That's an understatement. And we often hear of craft going in and out of water or interacting with other craft in the water. I mean, that was even in the congressional hearing. Uh, one of them was talking about how uh, one of the craft was above the water and there was something uh, very clearly in the water that it was interacting with. Submarine. Well, I mean, they mutilate cattle. It was probably just a whale. Uh, <laughs> I think that these vehicles are also able to submerge into water and well, I, mean, I mean, that's where they would hide from us. That, that would be the smartest place to hide from us, right? If they can stand the harshness of space, good chance that they can sus- sustain underwater, too. I agree. Especially if they have inter- interstellar travel capabilities or what, you know, yeah. what have you. I mean, because obviously space is a vacuum. It's the op- absence and opposite of pressure, but... Yeah, but if you have an anti-gravity field, what fucking difference does it make? You I mean, water pressure have, is still water pressure, bro. You, you don't. <laughs> oh well, no. yeah, but you the anti-gravity field repels yeah, right. everything. Yeah. yeah, 
There's no gravity, Correct. so there's no force. Sorry. Took me a second to catch up. You're good. You got it. Yeah, because it's just negating everything. Right. I mean, if Bob Lazar is telling the truth, if the congressional hearing was all truth, then that's where I would say, okay, it's an anti-gravity field that they can also travel underwater, that it would be no problem because of the anti-gravity field, and that's where they would hide from us if they were here on Earth. They don't have to stay in space. They don't have to stay, you know, in, in our airspace. They don't even have to park on land, dip into the water. So you're saying they're not extraterrestrial, they're submerged terrestrial. I'm saying that they're... Extraterrestrial in origin, but they hide in the ocean. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Or they just pass through I mean, the they ocean. Could, I mean, they could oh, be extra-dimensional as well. There's always that as well with gravity fields I'm and more along the line that they're extra-dimensional. Or at least have access to travel through dimensions. I don't think it's like folding space as in like an Einstein, uh, what is it, Einstein something bridge. Rosen bridge. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Sorry, I, Rosen's bridge. Yeah, Einstein Rosen bridge. You're right. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily think that's how they're doing it. I think that it's more along the lines of traveling through dimensions. I mean... But why come here? If you have technology for the one, you could do the other relatively easy. It doesn't... I, I agree. <laughs> I just... I, I don't think that it's necessarily they came from another planet more that they came from another dimension. And I... And this is... Actually, you got into my head with this, Jimmy, is um, if they're a four-dimensional being, then they only... We only see a part of them. Um, and we only see a part of them when they want us to see them. Bigfoot's an alien. Bigfoot's an extra dimensional being. <laughs> Do I want to go down that rabbit hole right now? Because I can go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> All right, we're All full right. of rabbit holes, uh, d- dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you down. I'm gonna take you down. All right. So, have you guys heard about the Anunnaki? Yes. Yes. So, ancient Samaria, uh, there were a bunch of tablets found, and a guy named Zechariah Sitchin. Uh, deciphered these tablets and in his deciphering of these tablets uh, beings from another planet called the Anunnaki came down to earth and they ruled um, so when they ruled uh, they had another race of aliens working for them trying to collect gold from earth and <clears throat> uh, this other race of aliens revolted so the Anunnaki decided to take their blood and mix it with some of the local native blood and try to create their own workforce. Um, They got humans out of it. But in doing so, they also tried with other animals, not just monkeys or apes or whatever we might have came from. Uh, So that's where we get things like Bigfoot, unicorns, uh, chupacabras, yetis, you name it. All that kind of stuff. Was from crossbreeds from these animals 
like an ape and an Anunnaki, whereas they took Neanderthal blood and Anunnaki, and that's how they came up with humans. Hence the whole missing link thing. Abides it. That's why a lot of us have Neanderthal blood in us. Ooga booga. I'm just saying. Uh, Push the button. John Smash. <laughs> so, yeah, my theory is that uh, when you hear people talk about, like, the Anunnaki or... Um, what do, what do they call the fallen angels? Oh, the Nephilim. <laughs> the Nephilim are the um, uh, the children of the Nephilim. What are they called? No, fallen angels would be something else, and Nephilim are the children of angels and humans usually. Yeah. Or so, other things, angels and other things. I right. should say. Yeah. Giants sometimes. Cyclops. Yeah, that's yeah. That's that's my personal theory, man. That the Anunnaki and the fallen uh, angels and all that are all the one and the all same. All one and the same, dude. I'm in the same, same, same thought. It's uh connecting the dots. It all. Makes so I sense. still think in evo- I, I still believe in evolution. Um. Oh, so do I. I believe evolution is totally possible. I just don't think that humans were directly, like, natural evolution. Um, we were coursed. But, I was going to say, um... We're a GMO, bro. <laughs> that's, that's fucking exactly it, Bill. I lost my train of thought now, damn Sorry. it. Sorry, I didn't mean to, but yeah, dude, we're a GMO. We're a gen- genetically modified organism why we don't have the same fucking ancestry that other animals we can find almost every other animal's direct ancestry not ours we know that chickens are related to fucking t-rexes you ever see the um the entire like extended tree of life that like circular graph no for like all all life on earth no you should look that up. Just look it up. I want to. What see am I looking human, up? See if humans are on it. What am I looking up? Give me words to type in other than circular tree of life. It's the evolutionary tree of life. Make sure you type it into Google and not YouTube. Okay. In color. Very inclusive. Um. Okay. It's a small ass pixel, too. It's like 300 by something, so. Yeah, try and find a better one. That sucks. But that's more or less the idea, yeah. And it all leads back. Oh, they do have us on there, apparently. 
you are here. <laughs> so what am I looking at here? Let's see if we can trace us back. But what? you're not going to because this image won't let you zoom in all the way. I don't understand what I'm looking for here. So I don't, I don't, the, I don't buy the, the you are here thing, but this is the definitive way that everything has evolved from the very first organism that popped life onto this fucking planet. This is the tree of life. This is how everything is descended. Oh, based on RNA sequences? Exactly. Okay, well, you got to give me more than just like okay, this well, is what it is. Help me out by reading what the damn thing says. Well, you're the one who brought it the fuck up, Jonathan. This is what your TikTok lifestyle gets you. Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Half-assed <laughs> fucking bullshit. answers about life. Half-assed. I'll give you some half-assed. I don't right. want your half-ass. <laughs> I do. God damn it. So, it's pretty cool. I'll give you that, though. Um, I mean, it's... We all evolved from that one organism. We know that. But you're saying the Anunnaki played a part somewhere. Doesn't mean that we still don't have DNA linking us to the original thing. I mean, if they fair. use DNA from Neanderthals, Neanderthals were native to Earth. That's fair. It's like mommy and daddy. You still get half of their genes, bro. Yeah, you can see why we're more closely related with fungi, too. Uh, well, not only are we more closely related with fungi, but we fungi and humans interact like exactly the same with the world. They want to destroy it? Well, no, not not so much that, but like they breathe carbon, they eat organic matter. It's not like a plant. A plant, or I'm sorry, they uh, fungi breathes oxygen, not carbon. Zoom this out a little bit, will you? Yeah. So, so mushrooms, fungus, that kind of shit. It. I mean, even bacteria, when you really get down to it, it eats biological matter, it breathes oxygen, and it produces carbon when it breathes out. It's the same thing that humans do, whereas plants do the exact opposite. It's a wild concept. I don't know. Y'all went, like, way too science-y for me. <laughs> well, I mean, you could see that one line that connects both the fungi and the animals. Oh, here. I got the mouse right here. Okay, well, we don't need the tattoos, which are I didn't still kind of dope. There. They're kind of dope, I'm not going to lie. Scroll, scroll up for me. How do I scroll cool up the tattoo. <laughs> But, yeah, you can see, like, right here, this line connects both us and fungi. Yeah, it also connects us to plants. No. No, that's a line, that's a step above. Yeah, so plants, the plants are here, they end here pretty much, their line, or their oldest line that makes us closest to plants. So we're like, we're two orders pretty much closer to fungi than we would be to plants. I guess that makes sense. And then yeah, 
comes down here and then somehow there's a missing link in here but we're still on there this <laughs> <laughs> is wild that we still haven't found the missing link it really makes you think that like especially because it doesn't want to be found not even that but like if the u.s is saying aliens are real and you got people fucking going back and reading ancient sumerian texts that's also saying aliens are real and that they created us like that's wild it could have been though as well simple as like a radioactive meteorite fell and mutated us in a certain way that doesn't think that doesn't link up normally like we're looking at you're you're very right uh it could be the stoned ape theory of monkeys eating mushrooms until their brain expanded radioactive comet an entire planet of cronenbergs well so we've talked about the younger dryas period and we know that there's radioactive material all over the world at the same layer because there's radioactive diamonds all over the world at the same layer we also know that... And that is 12 above above bedrock for all you out there? Um, <laughs> it's, not, it's not that anymore, though. No. It's not? No. No, Minecraft has changed. Oh, oh Jesus. Quite oh, a bit, huge, dude. You, quite a uh, bit. Yeah, I might have to play some, okay? Jesus you Christ. You should probably play some. Um, anyways, so... My theory is, is that something hit us that was nuclear... Uh, it doesn't. I don't know if it was a comet. I don't know if it was a bomb. Something hit us. But if you you guys have looked at Africa lately, yeah, isn't it like splitting in half or some shit? Not quite what I was talking about. Um, ba, 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 ba. let's see if I can find a good image of it. Just go click maps and hit satellite view. <laughs> he can't. He's using. Well, he could. Mm-hmm. Well, these are terrible pictures. Are you looking for the eye of the Sahara? No. I mean, it'll be on there, but. Yeah, this will work. Okay, it's not the best image, but picture this right here, flooding and washing out all down here, all down here, and coming out this way. Eye of the Sahara is right here, Mm -hmm. which a lot of people, me personally, think was Atlantis or the Rashat structure the Eye of the Sahara whatever you want to call it um, really fits the description for Atlantis uh, even fits the description of how because they never say Atlantis sunk into the sea what it says is that the, the it was marshlands around Atlantis after that which would make sense if Africa got flooded so Picture a comet, something big hitting in this area, causing these seas to fill up, 
causing this sea to fill up and wash over here. My personal thought. Hence all your biblical flood stories, which would have affected the upper areas as well. Yeah, but then the biblical flood stories would have included something of a comet striking the earth and causing such things. A lot of them do. Do they really? Yeah. So, so the Abrahamic religions don't, Jew, Judaism, Christianity, Islam. But if you look at the Mahabharata, uh, I said that way wrong, but it's an Indian text. They basically talk about how the gods were fighting in the skies and that one of the gods basically dropped a giant arrow and it caused the world to flood. Did not know that. Yeah, the Indian texts are wild. Mm-hmm. Wild. Indian texts are very wild. I mean, and they're way more similar to the uh, Sumerian text than, like, you would first think. I don't know, man. It all seems like Sumeria was the start. But now we know that Gobekli Tempe is way older than Sumeria. And, like, I'm just so intrigued at what's in Gobekli Tempe. I actually yeah, watch too. that, too. Thank you for reminding me. What are you watching? Um, we've brought him up before on the show, but Mini Mini Man. He yeah. actually got to lead a expedition to Gobekli. Really? Yep. Good for him. So Mini Minute Man, dude. A uh, little shout-out for you, dude. You're... Fucking way more intelligent than we are. <laughs> we're learning from you. Good for you, man. I'm I'm gonna watch that myself. Uh, Send I, the link to the chat. Well, like ten lucky, you know, people got to go with them. That's too, cool. So you, you know, awesome. you know what's cool about Mini Minute Man is he like debunks all this shit that we talk about, and I love it. Good. Someone needs to talk sense to us because we're fucking stupid. Is I mean, that the guy with the fish? <laughs> no. Oh. That's uh, that's the Y files, and he does the, he he like goes along with this shit, but also debunks it, but also goes along with it. It's great. He does a great job with it. The Y files. Many many man's just like no, shut the fuck up. You're, you're wrong. Wrong. <laughs> wrong, and this let, is why. Let me tell you why you're wrong, but let me do it in a really sophisticated way where you're actually learning. Yep. And you understand that this is the reason. Yeah, yeah. He does a good job. But yeah, I'm gonna go home. Probably turn on some of this uh, congressional hearing to fall asleep to. It'll put you to sleep. And, it's uh, interesting. How long? Uh, Hour half. What do we have? Like 15 minutes? 20 minutes beforehand? It was a while. I don't know. Short episode. I, I mean, I didn't mean to wrap the episode like that. I was just saying, like, I got, I'm, I'm trying to drill it into my head. Oh, okay. So that way, I don't forget, because I'll go home and I'll just, you know. But do you got more shit to boop, say? Video games. I, I don't know. What I mean about this? About anything? Anything? Yeah. Anything? It's your show. It's our what? show. Ask questions, people. That's what I'm saying. Ask the fucking questions. That's not. I wasn't asking for like a closing statement. I was like, "Do you got anything else to talk about?" Your government's lying to you. Well, I mean, <laughs> so is your family. 
All my family lies. Jimmy, what the fuck are you lying to me about? What do you mean? It's not jackets. How did we digress? <laughs> <laughs> Off the rails. Um, hey, sure. man, if we stayed on the rails, we'd be skateboarders. How's Green Hell treating you? <laughs> I, that's Green Hell is how. Okay. I try telling people, like, when they see me playing it and shit, I'm like, dude, this is probably the hardest. Green Hell is... If not tied for the hardest fucking survival game ever. Not not only the hardest survival game, it is probably the hardest game that I've ever played. What is a Green Hell? Uh, it is you in Green Hell. It's you in the Amazon jungle and... Trying to survive. Beat it, two sticks together doesn't work With nothing well. <laughs> but your fucking wits. Dude, it's $25 and I can tell I'm going to play this game for a very, very long time. Like, it is hard. It's realistic as fuck, too. Well, yeah. I... Not as, like as super, be. super realistic because it is still a game, but yeah. like some shit is, yeah, like you fall asleep on the ground, you're going to wake up with a fucking human bot fly worm in your ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, leeches you got to take care of. Of course, there's predators, Inf- like there's crocodiles, jaguars that I. Yeah. Oh, dude, I killed a croc. Jim killed the myself. fucking jaguar. Yeah, dude, I was so happy I clipped that. You're I clipped the fuck out of it. I, Dude, I hit him. I, mean, I hit him in the they dark. They got him like fucking four I times. I saw a bush rustle, and I was like, <laughs> "All right, we're gonna wrap up this show. We'll talk about this." <laughs> Does Love you guys. Have like a dude to dude or fucking yeah, dude to dude. Fucking well, question just the tip. government, man. The tip, <gasps> ladies and gentlemen. Game. Fucking, this is just the tip. Uh, question your fucking government, man. <laughs> okay, that's that's what this episode was about. Yeah. Correct. Don't let them put a condom over you. <laughs> Aliens. They're fucking us all the same, man. Pretty much. Well, that's the end of our episode. Remember, if you guys found some enjoyment out of this, if you got some value, maybe laughed a little bit, go ahead and share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it on Facebook. It'll really help us out. And, you know, the more that you guys help us out, the more we can help you out. Remember, this is just a comedy podcast. Try not to get butt hurt.